It's the What a Weird Week show for Friday, the 17th of November, 2023. Weird animal stories. Hi, everybody, it's weird. This is like crazy being here. Like really weird tales. Well, I got a great show for you today. What's so wonderful? Weird stuff. Hi, friends. I'm Scott, and this is a show that features weird stuff from this week's news. It's a top 10 format, and let's get into it. Oh, this is season something episode can't remember. And for everything we talk about in more detail, click shownotes.page, shownotes.page. 10. Kicking things off this week, our number 10 story is about Alden Maxwell and his world record. He started when he was 12 years old with the Jenga Blocks world records. And last week, the Guinness Book folks had a story about Alden Maxwell's new record, most Jenga blocks stacked on one vertical Jenga block. So you start with one block pointing up and down, and then you build like a reverse, like an upside down pyramid. And the new world record for teenager Alden Maxwell is 1,840 Jenga blocks. Then we find out that the Alden Maxwell story has inspired a Hallmark holiday movie called A World Record Christmas. Alden is on the autism spectrum. So this story has, you know, inspired a lot of people and was able to shine a light on people with autism, raise awareness. And now watch for wherever you see your favorite Hallmark holiday movies. Watch for a world record Christmas. I haven't seen the trailer, but I bet we're going to cry. I cry pretty easy at those. I love those movies. Nine. Our number nine story is one of the weird animal stories. There were a lot this week. This one kind of scary, too. The headline from Global News, Escaped Circus Lion Captured After Prowling the Streets of Italian Town. This was near Rome. Just like it says, Lion escapes from the zoo and spends some hours roaming in a town outside of Rome. Lion's name is Kimba. The mayor of the town said, please stay indoors. After maybe five hours, something like that, Lion was sedated and recaptured. An animal handler who's affiliated with the circus is quoted in the story as saying, Kimba did not pose a threat to the public. And I want to defer to the experts on all matters. And this animal trainer, you know, I've had no animal training. I'm a city slicker and a germaphobe. And I have asthma. So... I've got a lot working against me, but I feel like you've got to convince me if a lion gets loose and you feel like that lion does not pose a threat to the public, I need some evidence. I've seen the Lion King. It can get pretty rough with the lions and the posing a threat. So if I've misjudged lions, I just want to apologize right now. Lions, I am sorry if I painted you all with a violent man-eating brush. I am sorry. Please don't eat me. you up on the weird news of the week. This is the What a Weird Week show. Eight. Number eight this week is the horse that got loose on a plane. I think I speak for most of us when I say I have had it with these monkey-loving horses on this monkey-loving plane. Here's the headline from ABC News. Plane forced to return to JFK after horse on board gets loose. 
I mean 31,000 feet, loose horse. As someone who's had no post-secondary education, not a pilot, not an air traffic controller, I would like to say, I feel like they made the right choice to turn back. Do you think at some point they, they thought maybe they could make a go of it and like still finish the trip? Good morning, Control. This is Whiskey Tango Niner. We've got a horse loose on board. Please advise. Whiskey Tango Niner, this is Control. Do you think you can make it to Topeka? Do you think, how how frisky is that horse? Is the horse bucking right now? Is it a, is it a bucking situation? Control, this is Whiskey Tango Niner. We think maybe we better turn back. The horse just ate Larry's pants. I mean, there's more to the story. We'll put the link in the show notes, but that's probably a good spot to end. Poor Larry. Seven. Number seven is kind of a follow-up. It's another weird animal story that happened this week. It's a follow-up to the uh, Colombian hippo crisis, where there are hippos in Colombia, and they're not supposed to be there, and they have uh, tended to thrive. They were brought in by someone who was... uh, an entrepreneur in the illegal drug trade. And one of the things was wanted to have some hippos, some personal hippo pets. After that person's estate was abandoned, the hippos escaped and thrived. And they're not supposed to, I mean, they're not native to Colombia. They're dangerous. Those things are dangerous. And I believe we mentioned this when we covered the story originally. I'm not sure if you're aware Those things are hungry, hungry also. I mean, all the data we have points to the hippos being hungry, hungry. You know what you're like when you're hungry. It's just not good. So the Colombian government has begun their program of having the hippos spayed or neutered. That's kind of the follow-up. There's more to it if you want to read it. Maybe you just want to go play hungry, hungry hippos now. That's how I'm feeling. Who's with me? This is What a Weird Week, our weird news countdown, and thanks for being here. Six. Number six, now it's deer who are trying to draw us out of our homes using the oldest trick in the book. We've had a lot of stories about bears walking up, rocking up to somebody's front door and ringing the doorbell cam, and then pretending to be, what, selling something or, hey, my car broke down, and then you open the door and the bear eats you. It's Some of that is speculation, but some of that is documented fact. Well, now we have a video of a deer doing the same thing. What's the deer going to do? Obviously, the deer wants to get into your kitchen, get into what? Some delicious cabbage and apples. That deer is going to get into your larder and eat your apples. Is that where you keep apples? Did you catch the part earlier in this show where I said I didn't have any formal education, post-secondary education? Pause. I'm looking up larder. One eternity later. I nailed it, you guys. You could keep apples in there. I'll just stop it there. If you want to read the story or look at the video, see the photos and stuff, you can always go to shownotes.page. 
First it was bears, now it's the deer ringing our doorbells. Five. Ooh, just before number five, I should have said, with the deer story, one of the weird things is the deer walked up to a sheriff's deputy's house and rang the doorbell. They have it on camera. I feel like they're going to apprehend the deer. It's just a matter of time. But why would you go to a sheriff's deputy and ding-dong ditch there, deer? Deer ding-dong ditch. Five is a blatant attempt to get more downloads and more subscribers to the What a Weird Week podcast by including stories about crochet. Crocheting stories, you guys. I hope this drives more episode downloads amongst you passionate crochet fans. We have a crochet world record in the news this week. It really is a heartwarming story. A lady named Alessandra from Washington State Got the world record for the longest marathon crocheting. 34 hours and 7 minutes of crocheting, you guys. Crocheting like crazy. Alessandra learned how to crochet when she was 8 years old. Learned from her grandma. She wanted to do something, a world record, and something she liked. And a nice way to honor her grandmother. If you crochet for that long and you're as good as Alessandra, you end up with more than one entire blanket. One entire blanket and then a partial blanket or shawl. Alessandra donated the blanket to her daughter's school. It got auctioned off for like $2,000. The person who bought it was a, a friend and fan of Alessandra and gave it back to her to keep. Here's your record break, your world record crocheted blanket. You keep it, Alessandra. It's kind of the, I'm paraphrasing there. Because I, as you can tell, I'm very awkward at conversation amongst friends, not having any. I'm just faking my way through what it must have sounded like. We put a link to what this crocheted, this world record crocheted blanket looks like. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful blanket and a world record title all wrapped up. Wait, wrapped up? Did I just say that about a blanket? Come on. Hey. You want to see the photo? Click show notes dot page. listening to the What a Weird Week show. If you enjoy weird news or top tens or both, please like and subscribe. Four. At number four this week is the $100,000 bag of tools, which is currently orbiting planet Earth. A couple of NASA astronauts on a spacewalk. Last month this happened. A spacewalk from the International Space Station. What I learned from this story is how expensive space tools are. It's not a regular Phillips head screwdriver. It's a space Phillips. And those things cost a pretty penny. So this bag of tools slipped away and it is currently orbiting planet Earth near the space station. And they say you can see this $100,000 bag of space tools from Earth using just binoculars. I don't know if the $100,000 is coming out of the astronaut's paycheck or what, but you got to figure they were nervous about that. I mean, if you've ever damaged something at work, you know that feeling. It happened to me once. I cost our company $100,000. I printed out in color instead of black and white. That color toner, very expensive. Maybe it wasn't quite $100,000, but that's how the office manager made me feel. I'm not exactly sure the final cost. A couple more things about the bag of space tools. First, 
They had to crunch the numbers and do the math because, you know, things floating in space could damage the International Space Station. They say it's a low risk of recontacting the space station. So that's good. The orbit will last a few months and then fall to Earth and disintegrate. That'll happen maybe in March next year. There's a bit of time if you wanted to check out the $100,000 bag of space tools. I'll put a link in the show notes. Shownotes.page. Three. At number three, another weird animal story with help from comedian and talk show sensation John Oliver. The Putiki Tiki bird soars to first place in New Zealand bird contest. That headline paraphrased from NPR. This is funny, but it also did some good because I heard there are maybe like a thousand Putiki Tiki birds left in the wild, and John Oliver championed the Putiki Tiki and drew attention to conservation, but also wacky. Here's some of the report from TVNZ. I will link to this video. This is New Zealand Public Broadcasting. Time now to go bush with news that might ruffle some feathers. Aotearoa's bird of the century has been crowned and the winner by a landslide, the Putekiteki. U.S. talk show host John Oliver. He got many in a flap when he made himself the global campaign manager. Anyone can campaign for a bird. That seemed like a vulnerability in their system that somebody could exploit. John Oliver's publicity blitz saw billboards put up around the world. The wacky Putiki-Tiki shot to stardom. To learn more about the Putiki-Tiki, please click our show notes. Shownotes.page. We're almost to the top spot, the weirdest story of the week. This is the What a Weird Week show. Two. At number two, in a departure from our weird animal news format, this one is a champagne heist. The headline from Euronews is Bubbly Bandits. French police recover 600,000 euros of stolen champagne in high-speed chase. Oh my gosh, you guys, could this be the next Ocean's Eleven movie? Ocean's 12, 13, where are we now in this? Could this be Ocean's 27, The Bubbly Bandits? I would watch this one. Couple of the details, this occurred in Paris. The high-speed chase happened on the A4 motorway in Paris. Thieves stole two truckloads of champagne valued at 600,000 euros. Very expensive champagne. It was only two bottles. There was one bottle in each truck, you guys. 600,000 euros. No, I'm just kidding. Trucks were full, but it was expensive champagne. Those trucks, those champagne trucks, had trackers on them. Eventually, it sounds like there was traffic congestion. They got away at first. They're driving, you know, swerving and all that stuff. Eventually, too much traffic. They had to slow down. The driver hops out and takes off. That's one truck. The other truck takes an exit, and it was discovered abandoned without its driver. They recovered the champagne, you guys. Everything is going to be fine. Before we get to our number one story, here is an honorable Honorable mention. mention. Circling back to something we talked about on the show before, when the nominees came out for the National Toy Museum, the Toy Hall of Fame, every year, you know, they pick new toys or old toys, whatever. They pick toys that are museum worthy. People vote and then they get into the National Toy Hall of Fame. So we talked about it when the nominees came out and now we have some winners. 
the Fisher Price Corn Popper. That is a thing. I didn't know it was called the Corn Popper, but it's on the long stick. It has wheels and you push the thing. The clear dome has balls inside and the balls pop. That's the Fisher Price Corn Popper. Congratulations into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Also, baseball cards are in the National Toy Hall of Fame because it's so fun to play baseball cards. Friends and family come over for a wonderful round of baseball cards. And also, Cabbage Patch Kids and Nerf Foam Toys into the National Toy Hall of Fame. So congratulations. Ken was nominated. Ken, you know, Barbie and Ken, not enough votes. Hang on. Number one is next. Number one is next. Weird News Catch-Up in a Top 10 Format, the What a Weird Week Show. One. Yesterday, the Guinness World Records folks posted about a Kendama record that is bonkers. Most two-in-one Moshikama Kendama catches in one minute. Did I pronounce everything wrong there? Of course I did. But it stays in. So it's a special trick you do. Well, first of all, do you remember Kendama's an ancient toy, a cup on a stick with a ball attached to a string, and you catch that ball in the cup on the stick and then you can also do a number of tricks and things it's an ancient toy but it had its moment there for a while everybody had one or three or nine and it was a wonderful way to have something else distract you for a while well anyway this very difficult trick with the kendama performed by a kendama sensation named yudama the world record is 226 of these special kendama catches I don't know. You know what? This was a terrible idea for number one. I just was so impressed when you see the video. It's very impressive. It's a difficult trick. And not a lot of people can do it, let alone 226 of them for a world record. But now that I think of it, a terrible idea for number one on an audio show about weird things. Because I'm like, it's this ball on a string. That's number one. Good night. But anyway, if you want to see the video, if you want to attempt this world record, my gosh, you could do this. I believe in you. You can click show notes page, have a look at the video and be inspired. And that is it. That's the What a Weird Week show. If you want the show notes, if you want to subscribe to our podcast or get some more information on stuff, show notes.page is the place to go. Big shout out to our friends on the live stream. Every weekend, we are part of the programming on Funhouse Radio. You can ask your smart speaker to play Funhouse Radio. We also put a button on our show notes page. You can click that. See you next Friday for another countdown of weird news on What a Weird Week.